Feed efficient cattle mean more profitable cattle. Marketing options online, recaps, reports, and so much more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And this is Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you goes out to our Ranch It Up lineup, the American Gelby Association, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFDTV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. To start things out, we want to give a big Ranch It Up tip of the hat to the newest member of our crew, and that's Jamie Hawley. Welcome aboard, Jamie. She is behind the scenes and makes sure that everything is happening the way that it needs to be happening. So if I yell at you, Jamie, <laughs> don't tell your person. It's just, it's working pen woes, you know, there that's how you it go. works. There You're you just go. in the line of fire of the team, man. That's what happened. <laughs> but Jamie, so glad to have you aboard. She takes care of all kinds of different stuff when it comes to this program, to the Ben program, to our daily shows, to... Uh, you name it. She She's takes care of our extra eyes and ears. When we oh, can't do it, she does it. So glad to have her on board. And she wrote a beautiful tribute mm -hmm. to the American Cowboy mm -hmm. because on depending upon when you're listening to this, Saturday the 23rd is Day of the Cowboy. So head to the Ranch It Up Show Facebook page and read her excellent tribute to the Day of the Cowboy. And be sure to share it, love it, like it. You know what to do with it. Jamie, welcome aboard. Now, this is a big one in the news. Tyson ordered to pay millions in damages to a cattle producer. A jury in New Mexico has ordered a cattle producer a multi-million dollar judgment against Tyson Fresh Meats Incorporated over a contract dispute. A final judgment entered by the U.S. District Court judge ordered Tyson to pay more than $2.5 million in actual damages and another $8 million in punitive damages to Zia Agricultural Consulting, LLC. The Albuquerque-based Zia had sued Tyson in May of 2020, alleging the Packer had breached a 2019 premium contract after it failed to pay $2.488 million dollars. Zia was to provide several thousand head of premium cattle, which were suitable for Whole Foods Global Animal Partnership Certified Program and the NHTC program, non-hormone treated cattle. The jury found that Zia and Tyson did, in fact, have a contract and that Tyson had breached such contract and the implied promise of good faith and fair dealing while making a fraudulent misrepresentation to Zia. I'm going to say, heck yeah, a big win for us. Now, if we could only do that another 150,000 times. Let's keep the success stories going. U.S. House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott announced late last week that he intends to introduce legislation aimed at helping smaller beef farmers and ranchers. Scott said help for those smaller producers has been missing, but is one of his top priorities. Scott said his bill will apply to small family farms and ranches. According to the USDA, the average beef cattle herd is 44 head, and operations of 100 or fewer beef cattle account for 90% of all farms and 44% of the beef cattle inventory. Scott said, yet we are losing an average of 17,000 cattle ranchers per year. This is a national crisis. While the announcement did not provide many details, Scott said the bill would create a new program that strengthens the federal safety net and makes insurance products work better for the small cattle farmers and ranchers. 
both in terms of coverage and accessibility. Now, before we get into our sale barn report, which I know a lot of you are looking forward to, we really need to address this drought situation that is affecting much of the country. It is actually devastating. Uh, listen to this. We've we're got major drought in Oregon, California, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, absolutely hammered, Oklahoma, Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. With lots of pears and cattle needing to be liquidated because of the lack of feed, Listen up. We are going to start up our own hay report once again. Revving so, it back up again. Yep. Share with us feed prices in your area by calling or texting 707 Ranch 20. Again, that's 707 Ranch 20 or email ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Our sale barn report is a big one from Superior Livestock. Week in the Rockies, their sale. Going to recap this one. Pay close attention to the numbers of the region that you're in and the weight classes that you may have for sale. But here's what I need to bring to your attention, and Kirk and I are going to be addressing this here in the next few weeks, and that is these prices are relative. Although they are attractive, remember where is your break even? Are these prices that we are receiving, are they at a point where you are making a profit? Do you know what that break even is? That's so, so, so darn important. Remember, these prices are relative to your operation and what it takes to raise one pound of gain on those calves. For a full recap, go to superiorlivestock.com. Region 1, Washington, Oregon, California, Idaho, and Nevada. I'm just going to talk a few here. The 6 to 635 weight steers, $1.70 and a half up to 222. 6 and a half to 690 weight steers, $1.81 up to 2 bucks. Region 2, Utah, Colorado, Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana, and the Dakotas. 6 to 640 weight steers, $1.80 up to 234.5, and then 6.5 to 685 weight steers at $1.77 up to 226. Region 3, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana, 6 to 640 weight steers, $1.62 to 215, 6.5 to 690 weights, $1.56 to 210. Region 4, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Kansas, Wisconsin, and Illinois, 6 to 635 weight steers, $1.83 to 210 and a half, 6.5 to 675 weight steers, $1.91 to 202. Region 5, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, and Georgia, 6.5 to 680 weight steers, $1.56 to $1.87. And then Region 6 in the Northeast, six and a quarter weight steers at $1.67. Hey, it's Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Um, wanted to touch base with you guys on some stuff. I thought it might be interesting. We're all seeing a lot of cows getting sold down south right now. Obviously, everybody knows about that. I ran some numbers because we've been selling a lot of them on our online auction, too, so I thought you guys might enjoy seeing what we're seeing. And the average, our online auction average on bred cows coming out of Texas was about twelve fifty a head. And I did the same thing for pears. And on pears out of Texas, we are averaging $1,400 a pair right now and that's like i say that's all bred cows and that's pears and it's basically all out of texas and i thought that may be helpful i know a lot of listeners are down in texas 
And so I thought I'd give you guys kind of a benchmark on what we've been seeing. If you're in a position where you're looking at selling some cows or some pears, I would encourage you to reach out to us. We've got coming up on August 3rd, I'll have a full sale bill here for you next week. But coming up on August 3rd, we're having a bread cow and pear auction. And the stuff out of Texas has been holding up pretty good, pretty dang good on our online auction. And the best part about it, I was talking to a producer down there this morning, and he had 17 pairs, and he was looking at putting them on that auction. And he could about kiss me when I said it was going to be 2%. It's basically a 2% commission. There's obviously no yardage involved because it's an online auction. Um, so it is a very fast, very effective, very low-cost way if you need to get some stock moved. Uh, so that bread cow and pear auction is going to be August 3rd. If you've got anything that you'd like to put on it, give us a holler, 844-775-4762, or you can check us out online, livestockmarket.com. If you haven't been on the website yet, you can submit a listing there. You can market that you want to be on an auction, um, and a rep will get in touch with you, and you guys can put them on that sale. But um, anyway, if that helps, Please let us help you. Take care, everybody. Coming up after the break, we talk the Vitelli Top 150 Proven Bulls when it comes to feed efficiency, residual feed intake, feed efficiency. Casey Fanta will be our guest. The feed efficiency part of it, I mean, it, 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 it pertains to everything. Stick around. We'll be right back. This coming from our partners from Neogen. Now, over the next several months, we will be bringing you insect control solutions, money-saving tips, how to establish biosecurity during a time of pinching pennies, all that and lots, lots more from our crew from Neogen. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, beckonize your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Crew, it's super easy to get a hold of the boss lady and I, and we want to hear any beef that you may have, or maybe just let us know what's happening out there in cow country. 707-RANCH-20 is the hotline. Leave us a voicemail or fire us a text. 707-RANCH-20. Check out LivestockMarket.com. Sales manager for LivestockMarket.com, Mark Vanzi. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform for online sales of all types of livestock, as well as hay and straw. Livestockmarket.com is brought to you by Tractor House and Auction Time, the industry-leading marketplace for connecting buyers and sellers of farm equipment. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. Livestockmarket.com on Facebook, too. Upcycling and efficiency, powered by liquid feed and protein and mineral tub supplements from Westway Feed Products, all designed to complement your forages. At Westway Feed Products, we create cow herd efficiency one lick at a time. Making cattle more profitable, that's what we're trying to do. Trying is the key word here, but here's my question to you. Do you really know that certain genetics are more profitable than others. Are you sure about that? We breed cattle, raise cattle, feed cattle, harvest cattle, repeat. That's the process. So let's break it down to its pure basic equation. Feed efficiency equals making cattle profitable, making cattle more profitable. Accurately, though, we need to be accurate to make sure that the matings are what we need and what we want. 
Breeding for feed efficiency is one thing, but making sure the accuracy is another, and that's where Vitelli comes in. Vitelli recently announced the release of the top 150 proven bulls. Now, together with more than 30 of their network partners, Vitelli is sharing high-accuracy bulls that have risen to the top of more than 94,000 animals of 25 different breeds and more than 289,000 RFIEPDs, residual feed intake EPDs. Now we're talking accuracy. One of those partners is Wolf Cattle. Now, Wolf Cattle started in the 1970s, and today they market over 600 limousine, limflex, and Angus bulls annually and feed over 100,000 head that are influenced by wolf genetics. Casey Fanta is the seed stock manager for Wolf Cattle, and we find out why they are using Vitelli systems to determine that accuracy of their genetics and ultimately in their bulls that they want to market to you and I. Our main goal there is to is to find our best sire groups and uh, keep going forward from there. We want to find the feed efficiency in the select bulls, which which everybody gets excited when you find one that does really, really well, you know, gains really well and, and uh, does it on a minimal amount of feed. But ultimately for us, it's finding the sires that are most predictable and just keep going forward with those because we we want to be able to reproduce it um and uh we we've been pretty successful doing that i mean we keep using those high efficiency sires and and now we're seeing the seeing the results i mean we can predict a lot better uh how they're going to perform and and uh, who who doesn't want feed efficiency in the day of high input costs and high feed right. costs and and uh, who can say that they don't want high you know good feed efficiency we still select for everything else. I mean, just because they performed well um, for feed efficiency, it's just like every other trait. They can be knocked out, you know, because they have don't have the, uh, the right disposition. They can be sure. knocked out because they don't have uh, proper structure or the best feet or fertility or what have you. So it's just like every other trait. They have to have, you know, they have to be adequate in all of the traits to to remain in our breeding program. As far as the sires go, I've always kind of used a, a kind of a law of thirds. So the, the bulls that are in the top one third are the bulls that we put the heaviest emphasis on in our in our breeding program. Um, the bulls that kind of fall in that next third um, or middle per se, um, we'll use those bulls if they do other things very well and specific like maternal or, or structure or whatever. If there's something that we want to keep using in the program, we'll still use that second third um, of our sire grouping. And then the bottom one third for feed efficiency, if they fall there, they just fall out of our program. It doesn't matter um, you know, what else there is. Uh, it's just something that I've used to kind of get those bulls out of a, out of our program and keep pumping up the feed efficiency. So now if I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this Casey, but if I'm going to kind of make a comparison, if you will, I'm going to say feed efficiency or maybe a formula, I should say feed efficiency equals making profitable cattle. That's the equation. That's kind of how I look at this. So, number one, would you agree with it? Is that accurate for me to say that type of formula? Well, it's definitely a major driver um, because if you can feed those cattle, um, if you can feed those cattle uh, 
more economically, um, it's going to definitely add to your bottom line. Now, it, you can't give up average daily gain or, right, or right. you know, you can't give up muscle or anything to do it. But if you have the if you have the cattle that are making the same gains and making the same type of carcasses with the with the muscle and the marbling that that that's in demand, if if that animal converts better than the next one, it's going to make you more money. It's just, uh, that's just pretty simple math. How has been the customers that are coming to your bull sale and are looking at uh, that there's a lot of emphasis and information about feed efficiency, are they able to use that in terms of making bull selection? And then in return, are they able to pass that information along to those buyers, to those feed yards, so that that type of genetics and that data kind of gets tagged along with those calves if you will and it's kind of part of their their options their bill of sale going on to that next generation yeah so we we um have done a lot on that front um we we do publish the the performance information uh at the bull, time of the bull sale and we do pass that along to the customers a lot of times we are their customer buying their calves back so that is one of the reasons that we know how important it is for us to to implement that into their cow herds. Um, it's it can sometimes be hard to explain and hard to even figure out. Um, so I've talked about you know the 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 sires that we use and and um, knowing which sires do the best at passing on the feed efficiency. We build the we build our bulls in such a way that we we hope that they all have high feed efficiency um, somewhere down the somewhere down the line. Um, of course, that you know never quite happens. But if they have the right genetics, they always have the they always have the ability um, to do to, to do so. Um, the one thing about uh, the other thing on feed efficiency is we I said we are testing bulls. Uh, it just so happens that works the best for us because we're developing those bulls in our in our yards and, and whatnot. Um, not saying it wouldn't be important to do females. Um, we just have never done that. But my belief is, is that if their feed efficiency, you know, as on the bulls, the, the mates to those bulls are going to be equally as feed efficient. So um, we've tested bulls in different situations. Um, we, we test on a little bit higher um, energy ration than what some of the other bull tests do. But the, the interesting thing is the cattle that uh, are genetically feed efficient usually usually tend to do well uh, no matter what type of feed system they're put on. So it is highly heritable. We feel it's very high, highly heritable, and, and uh, we just want to keep including those traits in, in all the cattle that we can and, and in our breeding program and, and uh, get, get those feed-efficient cattle out to our customers so that the calves we buy back are, are going to be uh, as economical to feed as possible and, and hopefully you know show up on our bottom line vitality pr produces a uh, top 150 sire list every year and um, that that list was just uh, released here in the last month or so mm -hmm. and uh, one of our bulls is at the top of that list and that, then what's even more impressive than that is is he has a son that's at number four um in addition to that he's got another son that's beaten both of them at this point he's just not proven enough to make that list as of yet um out of the top 150 
uh, most proven bulls in the not just the country but in the world we put uh, about 12 bulls on that list um, that are from our program um, that are proven high feed efficiency and that that being said i mean there's there has to be a significant number of progeny tested from those bulls to make this listing but um, like i said before we believe in the genetics and uh, we know which genetics can which genetics can do it and we keep stacking those genetics on top of one another and just making it that much more predictable um, that that we know those cattle are going to be efficient to feed and um, and eventually, you know, they're going to save us a lot of money. Thank you, Casey. We will have more with Casey coming up the next several months discussing those cattle on feed, the genetic lineup for the fall of 2022 and the winter of 22 and the spring of 2023, plus highlights of their program. Now, to find out more of the top 150 proven bulls from the Vitelli Network, head to Vitelli.com. Up next, your market recap and more numbers when we come back. Lots of you have asked that we cover this one, and we're happy to oblige. Over the next several weeks, we'll be hearing from our big three. That's RCAF USA, the USCA, and NCBA, each getting to share their thoughts of the current cattle environment, good, bad, and ugly. A couple of buzzwords flying around the industry lately, regenerative ag. Not new, but maybe new to you. What is regenerative ag? How does it work? Can I use it? Does it make a difference? We answer all that in the weeks to come right here on the Ranch It Up Radio Show. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up Radio Show. And the Bend Radio Show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. Livestockmarket.com on Facebook Increase too. herd performance, complement your forages, get more cows bred. It's upcycling and efficiency powered by Westway Feed Products. At Westway Feed Products, we create cow herd efficiency one lick at a time. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, what do the numbers look like? Well, we'll jump right into it, Tigger. As of Friday, July 15th, August feeders closed 176.60, up a very solid $4.77.5 with a CME feeder index closing at 172.62, up $4.23, leaving our basis on current delivery cattle a negative 373, which is a pretty reasonable number. Of note, the basis on the superior or northern or western videos on a six-weight steer has narrowed to a plus 20 or 25. And for those readers of the newsletter, it was running about plus 30 or 35 before the board moved higher. August live closed 134.95, up a dollar two and a half, with cash trading 136 to 137 in the south and 140 to 150 in the north. You'll notice that's the lowest number we've seen in the north in quite some while, leaving the five area 
Weighted average down $2.28 at 142.09 and a basis at positive $7.14. So that basis is also narrowing up a little bit with probably a little more to go. Our weekly slaughter came in at 677,000. That's a very salty number of 27,000 head over last year. And choice boxes closed at 268.91, up a dollar two. You'll notice with the very salty slaughter number, boxes still closed higher. And that's with a production at 1.2% over last year. So we got higher prices on higher production. December corn closed 605. That's down 20 and a half cents on the week. Uh, we got heat as a bullish market mover and a chart as a bearish indicator with a bunch of technical damage. Of note, corn has a lot of support around 540 and 480. Kirk, people that have been receiving the newsletter, which anybody can, by the way, just text the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2-33777. So those of us that are getting the newsletter, we're following along, we're listening to you and I talk every single week. Now, they want to visit a little bit more. They want to take this to the next step. They need some help in marketing. All of us do. What is that next step? Is it to get a hold of you, or how does that work? Absolutely. Just reach out and, uh, and get a hold of me. The best is email, and that's Kirk, K-I-R-K dot Donsbach, D-O-N-S-B-A-C-H, at stonex.com. Um, and I can always get around to my email at some point in the day. Either that or give me a call. Uh, I am in the midst of haying right now, so I might be a little bit hard to get a hold of. But that number is 406-301-8139. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Let me jump in here with a big tip of the hat to all of those producers who are fighting drought and wildfire, being forced to liquidate herds. You know, we were in that position the last couple of years so we yes. know what they're going through mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well please reach out let us know how we can help and know that you are all in our thoughts and prayers and now that's going to wrap it up for today a big thanks from our crew to yours mark vanzi with livestockmarket.com casey fanta with wolf cattle kirk donsbach with stonex financial incorporated and of course the boss lady beck sitting right over there a big thank you to our partners, the American Galvey Association, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And you can call and text us 24 7 at 707 Ranch 20. That's 707 R A N C H 20. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.